you're listening to Unique Leaders Podcast. I'm Megan DiMartino. Success is in the story. Each week, I'll be speaking with a unique leader, not only in their field, but in their lives. Join us for a glimpse of their passion and talents. There's always a surprise in their story. Be the first to hear. Hello, 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 and welcome to Unique Leaders Live. I'm Megan DiMartino, and it is my favorite day of the week. It is Friday, and it is not because it's the weekend, but it's because of Unique Leaders Live. I am so excited to have my guest today with me, Tony Rodriguez. But before we introduce Tony to you, I'd like to share a little bit about Unique Leaders. It's basically a show that is sharing and showcasing my guest, their journey, to greatness of where they are today and their uniqueness. And so Tony is going to share his story with you. They say that success leaves clues. Well, that's fine. But I want you to glean the information about Tony's life that you can see yourself and understand that it's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. I would truly ask you, to share this out. I know that there are people in your life that would truly be blessed by Tony's story. So share it out on all social media platforms. And this will be on uh, YouTube as well. So go there, subscribe, because there are amazing people that you saw in the intro and many, many more. So go to YouTube and then it will be on our podcast with uh, all the platforms by next Tuesday. So with that, you will be able to work out or do what you do and listen to Tony Rodriguez's amazing story. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you, Tony Rodriguez. Hello, hello. Hi, Megan, how are you? So good to be here. I am blessed to have you with me, Tony. I really am excited about hearing about your story. So as I shared in the intro, it's about you, all about you. So if you would just share with our guests where you were brought up and a little bit about the beginning of Tony's story. Well, my story starts uh, in another country. I was actually born in Portugal. Okay. Uh, and my parents immigrated to the United States when just before I was six years old. Okay. And uh, that was not a good time. That was not a pleasant time for me having coming from you know, a small town in Portugal where I knew everybody and I had all the freedom in the world to mm -hmm. coming to, I grew up in Newark, New Jersey, to a small four room apartment in the middle of a city that was loud, uh, houses everywhere, just uh, and just a complete shock to the system. Mm -hmm. um, compounded by the fact that my siblings had stayed behind uh, to finish off their school year and not speaking the language. And of course, um, growing up, um, was not easy, right? My father was a very heavy-handed man. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll say it that way. And, you know, throughout my life, I've dealt with a lot of uh, physical, mental, emotional um, abuse. Mm -hmm. So growing up was difficult. It was not a good time. People always say, oh, man, I wish you could go back and be a kid. I'm like, yeah, maybe if I knew then what I know now, maybe if I knew how to handle situations or or accept or understand or relate to things differently, it would have been better. But it was not necessarily a good time for me, um, so much so that I was just a shy kid. I was a shy kid growing up until my 18th birthday, and I'll, I'll share more on that in a second. Um, I was just a shy kid, timid, didn't have a lot of friends um, because, you know, growing up the way I did, 
um, it was difficult. You know, it wasn't, we weren't allowed to play sports. We didn't, we weren't in the Boy Scouts. We didn't do anything. I've been working a part-time job since I was 11 or 12 years old. Nice. Um, I really became almost a full-time job when I was 16, putting in 30, 30 some odd hours a week. Um, so, you know, it was not an, an easy existence. Um, I, I would say that I probably have more bad memories than good, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yet that's okay. And I say that with a smile because I've made peace with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that at 16, I was the kid in the bathroom with a razor blade at my wrist. And um, I contemplated suicide. Uh, and, you know, even at that young age, I, I learned something. Um, so I said, you yeah, know, my mother doesn't deserve this. And, and then I started thinking about it and I said, well, you know, and I decided even then, it might have been a few months afterwards, I, I'm not sure exactly, um, that I decided that, you know, suicide, and this is an opinion that I have on suicide, and this, this, this um, may land on people in a dif- difficult way, and yet, this is my view of it, I think it's a cowardly act. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter what you're going through, there's very few times, there, there may be one or two times that that would not be the case. You know, a lot of people are going through some tragic events, and pain and they're dying or whatever is going on or if you're fake, whatever it is. And I'm not going to justify one way or another. I will say that majority of the time, uh, what, what happens, people have challenges, people have problems, people have emotional, um, whatever's going on in their life. And basically they take their pain, they magnify it by a hundred and force feed it to everyone that does love them. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, 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 yeah, they, they, they escape whatever they're, they're going through, but they leave the mess for the people that do care about them. So I think it is a cowardly act. And I'm sorry if that offends somebody. Well, sorry, not sorry. Uh, I've, but I've, I've, I understand it because I've been there. Absolutely. I, I decided shortly thereafter that, and right around that time that, you know, I wasn't going to, to, to give anything or anyone or any situation the satisfaction of my demise because ultimately the thing that was challenging me wins because I've lost. I've, it's the ultimate defeat. And at the same time, leaving, um, you know, leaving just the, 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 the ravages, you know, that that leaves in a family. So I, that was lesson number one that I learned. And then God has a sense of humor. So on my 18th birthday, I had a massive car accident. Um, we were driving, car hits us, we go into a spin, hit the divider, then go right into the work vans doing work on the side of the road. I turned to my cousin who was driving, who was turning 18 the next day and he used a four letter word and screamed it out. So that four letter word saved my life. Because while I was ejected from the car, my legs kept me in the car. So I went out and to cause a little more damage, I came back in, which oh, saved gosh. my life. Yet I had <laughs> severe head trauma. I had 67 stitches on my face. I lost a chunk of my forehead. You know, my eyebrow got, you know. So I was ejected from the car. Uh, and, I, and then I came back in, leaving me with a lot of trauma, yet... I wake up, I remember the, the next thing I remember, I remember my cousin trying to pull the door open and I just looked at him, I'm like, man, that looks like it hurts, his bone sticking out of his arm, I don't realize what I'm like. And he's just freaking out and I don't remember anything else until I wake up in the hospital looking down at my body on a gurney and saying, man, who's gonna tell my mom I'm dead? How much? It was the most peaceful moment of my life. Very weird. It wasn't scary, it wasn't cold, it wasn't warm, it just was. Mm-hmm. It just was, but you know, my only thing, it was a bit, I wasn't even sad. It was just this very somber moment of reality. And 
so I would have, I would have, uh, you know, I, I looked down at my body and said, who's going to tell my mom I'm dead. And, um, and I realized then that, you know, I, it, it was over. And then of course I had, you know, what everyone hears about the black tunnel, white light, and mm -hmm. you know, the images flashing through your head. And I had that, I had those images flashing through my mind, mm -hmm. you know, there just wasn't a whole lot to see. There was, there was not a lot for me to celebrate. I hadn't accomplished anything. I'd, I hadn't had a girlfriend um, just because I wasn't allowed and I was too shy and timid. Um, I, I didn't, I would have died without having lived. Wow. I, would, I died without having lived, without having experienced life, having been in survival mode, always living in fear because that's how I grew up. You know, always being told that I would never amount to anything. That I was just, you know, I was no good. I was dumb. I would be nothing more than a, 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 a doormat for people to wipe their feet on. That was kind of the inspiration that I got growing up. Is kind of sad. Um, yet, you know what? I can look back now with, with, with a different set of eyes. Well, but going back to that, I learned that day that, and, you know, I recovered. It was, a, it was a, a few months before I recovered. And I realized that I had died before without having lived. So I decided if I was going to die tomorrow, I would live today. I decided that life is to be enjoyed and to be lived and tasted and, and experienced and not just survived. I don't want to just survive. I want to thrive because in life, if we're not growing, we're dying. And I don't want to die. I want to live. So if it went fast, I strapped myself to it. I was afraid of heights. Uh, I started skydiving. I was afraid of deep water because I almost drowned as a kid. I started scuba diving. Yes, without knowing how to swim, which the instructor <laughs> was pretty perplexed about. Um, but if I was going to die tomorrow, I would live today. I'd experience things. So I started to travel whenever I could and, and everything else. You know, unfortunately, because of the time that that had happened, I you know, I hadn't applied for college because, again, I was set up to believe that I wasn't smart enough. So I never went to college. I, I like to say that I do have a Ph.D. That's my public high school diploma. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, I love that. Yes, it's good. And, and of course, you know, I, I've, I've learned a lot in my life. I've got one hell of an education. I've, I'd like to say that I've paid for several PhDs and several master's degrees through the mistakes that I've made in life, through the bad investments, through not knowing not knowing what I could have should have known by not doing the due diligence or whatever it is. So I've learned a lot along the way. So I'll just say this so that I learned that then right around that time, I wasn't going to college. I said, my father said, well, you're going to come to work with me. I said, no, I'm not. Uh, and you may ask, well, why not? Well, my father was a laborer working for someone else. Nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that, except I just had a massive car accident a couple of months prior that broke my body. Um, so I wasn't going to do that. I got into real estate. Uh, of course, my father, you know, being the very supportive man that he was, he bet that I would fail. Mm -hmm. He told me, if you don't sell something in three months, you've got to go to work with me, whether you like it or not. I said, not going to happen. And he bet me a thousand bucks that I would fail. But well, you found your power. You well, found two your days, power. Two, yeah, two days before that, I, I sold something. I didn't tell him. Two days before that, I closed. Two, two days before the deadline, I closed on something. I came home and I just dumped a bag of money on top of it almost in his soup that he was eating. I remember he was having the soup. Now, you know, of course, it was only $737, whatever it was. Of course, I bundled the, the singles with big bills and I just dropped and I said, I'll give you my money. So my first commission was $1,737. I learned then that tell me no and I'm going to prove you wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come back and I'm going to prove you wrong. So I spent the, the next couple of years wanting to prove him wrong and using that anger and that frustration and that, that, that hate to a large extent. Yeah. as fuel 
And I said, I'm going to make more money than you. So, you know, while I, I was, I had, I had a full-time job, I was working at a beer distributor distribution in sales, which, you know, fortunately everyone else around me had a college degree. I didn't, I still had the job and probably did as well, if not better than most. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the same time, I was in real estate doing it part-time because at 18 doing real estate, getting into real estate at the time was uh, not the easiest thing. I had to change who I was it, during the, the day I was a businessman at night. I was a kid, right? Cause you know, I'm still a kid. What year uh, was it, Tony? What year was this? Nineteen ninety. Okay. Nineteen ninety. The end mm-hmm. of nineteen ninety. The actual was in nineteen ninety, and then mm-hmm. the end of nineteen ninety, I got my real estate license, and I've been doing it ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been in real estate for a little over thirty-one years. I started making a lot more money, made more money than he ever did, which is what I my goal was. And then, of course, at some point, you've got to change your fuel because there's only so much you're just going to burn. Yes. I remember, twenty-three years old, I bought my first house, and you know, I was all proud, and you know. You know, I moved out when I was 20 years old, bought my first house at 23, a two unit property I, that I was living in. And I remember, you know, walking him through and he's like, big deal. You bought a house with somebody else's money, meaning I got a mortgage. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I didn't at 23. I don't have all the cash to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but these were the things that I dealt with uh, growing up. But again, these were all learning lessons. And all throughout, I would I would. You know, I look back at that accident that just hurt me so bad. And I still have memory issues because of that. So many times you'll see me even now as I'm speaking, I've got a notepad and a pencil because I always got to write down a word or two that will anchor me back to the thought. Otherwise, it may get lost. Mm-hmm. Some people say, well, you know, Tony interrupts. Well, I, I don't do that intentionally. I do that because if I don't say it, it escapes me if I don't have mm-hmm. a pencil or a pen in my hand. Uh, so I. I would look at this and say, man, why God, why did this happen? I'd give all my success. I'd give everything away, not to have the pain that I live with because I've lived with chronic pain ever since. I see. Um, with bad sleep and just, you know, shoulder issues and knee issues and back issues. People don't really know it because I don't talk about it and I don't walk around, you know, playing the victim. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I lived with chronic pain for 31 years. Mm-hmm. So, but I would blame the accident. I would blame the childhood. I would blame all of this stuff until I went to a Tony Robbins event when I was 28. 10 years later. And, you know, I learned a couple of really pivotal things. And one of them was, you know, what you focus on expands, yes. right? If you focus yes. on the bad shit, bad shit is always going to be there. If you focus on the good, the good is there as well. Because the yes. bad things in life are always available. You can look and there's 10 bad things, but if there's only one good thing, you can focus on the good and you actually find more good because it activates your reticular activating system. And you start looking for things to be grateful for. You start looking for things that are good in your life. And I learned that. And then the other one that I learned that was so pivotal was that life is happening for you, not to you. Mm-hmm. And I look back because I blame so many things. And I look back and I'm like, man, that accident didn't come to disrupt and destroy my life, to knock me off course. That accident came to put me on the course that I should have been on the whole time because I don't know where I would have been. I could have, should have, would have been a statistic. Amen. Right? Amen. Um, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. And, 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 growing, and amen is right. And growing up, Perhaps I didn't have the father that I deserved. I certainly didn't have the father I wanted, the childhood that I wanted, but I got who I needed to get to be the man I am today, to be the father that I am, to be the husband that I am. And I'm not saying that I'm the perfect husband. I'm not saying that I'm the perfect father. None of us are perfect. Absolutely. We're all perfectly imperfect, and I'm just living my life the best I can. And I've gotten some really good examples on how not to be. Yes. So I'm grateful for that. Now, your father, is your dad still living? He is. He is. They retired back to Portugal 30 years ago or whatever it was. I see. Um, and, you know, I still visit them. I've forgiven him, of course. And, and, and I've forgiven a lot of those things in order because that's the only way to really let go. Otherwise, if I'm still hanging on to the past, how can I grab onto the future? 
how can I how can I grab onto the bull with both hands if I still have one of my hands holding his, holding the tail? And you can't. So many of us get stuck doing that. And that's that's another big, really big lesson is you gotta let go of the past. The past is heavy. Put it down. Because you can't possibly grab onto your future if your hands are still holding on to the past. Yeah. And there's no amount of regret that can change the past, just like there's no amount of anxiety that can change the future. But it's about just letting go and grabbing on to the new opportunity, going into it with open heart, open arms, open hands, and an open heart to be able to get to where you want to go. Right. And you know, during this season of uh, tremendous upheaval and change and and polarization. Uh, this message of, of uh, really, uh, like you said, life is given to you, not against you, meaning that uh, accident was a gift, really, uh, to stop you in your tracks and help you uh, propel you to the future. Um, this is such a story of hope for people to understand that you do not have to stay stuck in where you are. Absolutely. Listen, pain is part of life. There's always going to be pain. If you're not in pain now, great. Just know that there's going to be some pain coming. At mm -hmm. some point, there's going to be pain. A hurtful act. Someone betrayed you. Maybe some you uh, you lost someone. You something happened. But Please. suffering is a choice. That's you right. choose to suffer. If you're if I was still suffering the pains of yesterday, if mm -hmm. I was still suffering the time that my father this or that or the other thing or that you know. You know, I didn't get an I love you from him until I was in my 30s. I didn't get an I'm proud of you until probably I was in my 40s or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Right. If I was still going to, to carry that around, you know, and beat myself with it. How's that serving me? How's yeah. that? I'm, I'm revictimizing myself now for what happened in the past. It's no longer his fault. You know, we just have to own. We have to take radical responsibility for where we are, who we are. Own it. Let that shit go. It's about, listen, life is about forgiveness. It's about gratitude. It's about forgiveness. Do you, you, know, feel, and, do you, you know, feel though, Tony, that, um, I'm, and I'm just curious, they retired back in Portugal. Um, did When you were a young child from zero to six, was he that a type of personality, that tyrant, as he was in the United States when he came here? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, he, was, he was always a bit of a tyrant. That's a good word for it. And he certainly backed down a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and here's the reality. You go back and when you really look, most of the time we're learning things from people that didn't know any better. Exactly. Right. So growing up is learning, then unlearning what you learn so you can learn it again, because half the time we're learning shit from people that don't really know what the hell they were teaching us. He's he had a life experience, you know, in Portugal. A lot of people don't know it was in the dictatorship until 1975. So they mm -hmm. went through, you know, when the U.S. went through a depression, the U Europe was really I mean, the, the depression in the U.S. had nothing on on, on the, the depression in most countries in Europe. So they went through a very difficult time and it was just the way he was brought up. And it's what he knew for the most part. He didn't know better in yes. many of the instances. Right. He did whatever he thought was right, because that's what he saw, what he learned was learned behavior. So it's really about, you know, stopping the cycle of violence. You know, right. we should all we all need to do that. We all need to change. We all need to be the person that 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 we wish we had. Be the father you wish you had. Be the uh, the 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 whatever be the husband be the mm -hmm. what the wife be the person that you that you want to have in your life right mm -hmm. um and yet like i said for my father he just didn't know any better at the time but at least that's what i so i've forgiven him for that um 
Tony Robbins says all the time, obviously, you know, he's one of my mentors. He says, if you're going to blame people, you got to blame effectively. If you're going to blame them for the bad, you got to blame them for the good, for the people who had miserable marriages, you know, miserable. They were miserable. Guess what? You know, perhaps you've got some kids and that they're blessings in your life. Perhaps you did have some good times. I had some good times as a kid. I can look back and, you know, we'd go back to Portugal to visit every, you know, two years or something. We'd stay for two, three weeks. Of course, we were probably working more than half the time. But nevertheless, it was the experiences. So I've got some good and bad as well. So if you're going to blame somebody for the good, you got to blame them for the bad. I've got I to blame always, them for my work I, ethic. I've got to blame them marvel. for my resilience. I always marvel at Tony Robbins when he speaks about his mother and his um, his life, his childhood. He always says it with such a happy heart, you know, and his verbiage is always, you know, uh, very positive. And, but yet the experience doesn't match. And, but he's chosen to have that pour into his spirit. It's very- Because he chooses not to suffer anymore, mm -hmm. right? You're not suffering. It just happened. Mm -hmm. Shit happens. Sorry, I don't know if I can say that on your show. It happens, right? Or I'll use it, what, what is it, Anthony Truck says, it shift happens. Shift happens. Oh, I like that. You know, shift mm -hmm. happens. And mm -hmm. it's always going to happen. There's going to be another shift down the road. Now, it all depends. Are you going to hang on to all these shifts? You're going to put them on your bookcase so you can go back and study. Well, I remember this one from, oh, my God, five years ago. That one really ripped me apart, man. Let me tell you about it. And you keep reliving these things because most people tend, especially as they get older, they tend to relive the bad memories and not the good. Yeah. That's right. because they haven't let go of that. You have to let go of it. Right. right. Take the good, leave the bad. You know, just like, you know, and I, I get into a whole, and I'm not going to get into it here, but a whole crap story, right? I literally have a talk on, we're going to call it crap. That crap happens in our life. But we're supposed to, just like when you eat something, you ingest something, you eat something, your body takes the nutrients, the proteins, the calories, whatever is good, and discards the rest. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, life does the same thing now you can choose you know so when when you eat something you discard you flush it down right or maybe it's just fertilizer right but instead and life gives you the same thing you're supposed to take the good leave the bad and the rest of the crap that comes out is supposed to fertilize the garden of your life supposed to fertilize your future to help you grow it's not there to weigh you down to hurt you and to make you septic and before you know it you're sick and most people are sick today because of the bad memories and the stuff that they haven't let go. So it's really about forgiving the past so that you can grab onto the future with open hands. Mm -hmm. You can't get into a beautiful, healthy relationship if you're still angry and pissed off at the last one you came out of because you're just going to take it out on this poor guy or this poor woman that's coming down the road all happy, not even realizing with the train wreck that, that, that that's about to happen. Right, because you, because what happens if we don't let go of the past? We bring all that pain, all that anguish, and all those bad habits into the next relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. So the same thing with life. You've got to let go of the past. You've got to let go of the mistakes of the past. In business, same thing. You get betrayed. You get hurt. I've been betrayed. I've been hurt. I've been lied to. You know, you, you live, you learn, and hopefully you see it next time. Right. People say all the time, Mac, I just wish I could wipe out that memory. I don't want to wipe out any memories because if you wipe out the memory, you forget the lesson and you're doomed to repeat it again. So life is about learning, right? You know, my hashtag get up and grow. You know, I talk about it all the time. Yes. It's about growing through what you go through because mm -hmm. most of the time people fall, they get hit, they, they fall down and they just get up and they go. But we need to grow through what we go through, not just go through it. Because if we just go through it, 
we get up again and tomorrow we go through it again and we go through it again and we go through it again. Why does this keep happening? Because you haven't learned the lesson. Yes. Yes. We need to grow through what we go through in order to, to get to the other side. Your crap analogy is really good. I'm sitting here processing that. Oh, listen, and- I'll I'll send you a video on that. I got like a it's a talk that I have with I had with my mom, believe it or not. Uh-huh. And I went through it. I went through the whole thing. It says, Mom, you know, where's the crap from yesterday? She's like, What? That's disgusting. Why? I'm saying, well, how about the one from the day before? She's like, oh, that's why are you saying that? You know, all these things. I said, mom, you've got a house full of crap that you just go to, to to remember those bad memories and you relive them all the time. Why? It belongs in your garden, not in your house. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. but, but in the meantime, in our minds, we, our minds are full of crap, full of bad memories, bad ideas. Let that go. Mm-hmm. It's not serving you. It's mm-hmm. not going to give you a brighter future. No. So it's about really letting go and moving on. Right. And it's not easy. I know it's not easy. There's just, there's a, you know, I call it a five-step process to forgiveness and to be able to let go. I'm not going to get into it here. Otherwise, this this half-hour show will turn into right. two hours. Right. Um, yeah, like I said, if anybody's interested, you can just go to my Facebook or my Instagram. Exactly. And I've got I've got all these little videos at one point or another that I've made. Um, you know, but the, listen, the purpose of my life at this point, I look at it and I and I say. You know, I didn't go through all of this stuff in my life just to go through it. God isn't that cruel. I don't believe that. No. I went through this so that, A, I can learn that I can help other people grow through what they go through. So I can help people turn their decades into days. So I can help ease suffering in the world by helping them forgive, by helping them move through, by helping them expand their business, by helping them become the best version of themselves, by stepping into their power, mm-hmm. right? And not giving their power up to a memory, to a person, to a situation, uh, sorry, situation, Right. By not giving into that. So it's about easing suffering that way. And I think that when we learn something, it's our it's I feel it's almost my my social responsibility to give it back, to mm-hmm. share on to, to someone else, to be that mentor to someone that I wish I had in business, in life, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm far from perfect. Right. Now, you are, perfect. are married. And um, so you um, have children you shared. And so you um, have taken all of this uh, past and, and like you said, chewed it up, spit it out and taking the, the good from it and uh, grown with mentors like Tony Robbins. And so your own family, um, are they um, flourishing in a, in a way that, um, you know, that your background hasn't uh, perpetuated on them? Yeah, look, I, I think I think so. I think that uh, my kids definitely have a different upbringing, different experience in life than I had, which is our goal, right? To always uh, uh, do better for our kids than what we had. Um, you know, I believe that I have a much better relationship with my wife than my mom ever had with my father. Mm-hmm. And we're all a work in progress. We're all a masterpiece in a work in progress because mm-hmm. we all have, you know, those things. We're all working through things. And, you know, one of the things that I, I believe in is that we all need to smile and laugh more. We need to laugh. Mm-hmm. And even with my wife and, you know, I say it all the time. We need, to, you know, I, I, when I'm talking to someone about the relationship that they're going through a challenge or whatever it is, I said, remember, you know, what you did. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Laugh. Because if you're not if you're not laughing together, you wind up crying apart. Well, I ask that also because um, I've had the great blessing to meet you personally. And also last a couple of weeks ago, I should say, uh, we were at a... Um, uh, breakfast with champions consortium and there was a fashion show tony and you 
were absolutely well, a very handsome man, but you were, uh, in my opinion, one of the stars of the fashion show. And um, you would never, I would never perceive that you've had such a challenge in meeting you because you have an essence of light about you. And um, that's why I, I bring that up about your own personal life right now, because you're, you truly exude that light. And so I just really commend you on doing this work personally. Um, it's really, uh, really commendable. Well, I appreciate it. Look, you know, I, I like to say that sometimes it's those who have been through the darkest of darks mm -hmm. that have the bright light, brightest light to shine. Mm -hmm. And I think that we all have a light to shine and we all have the responsibility to, to, to those that come after us to grow and to be better and to do the work inside to forgive because that's really the big thing. People that aren't shining, people that are 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 angry, they just haven't forgiven, they haven't let go, and they're not grateful enough for what's going on, what is good in their life, and they just focused on the bad, what they didn't have, the bad experience. Like I said, I've lived with chronic pain for the last 31 years, and yeah. most people don't know that. No. I, I said I've lived because I don't live in it anymore because one of the things that I've gotten, uh, I've had the opportunity uh, in the last couple of months, um, to, to, and I've now gotten involved with the company as well, uh, I've had the opportunity uh, to uh, try this new product. It, it's it's turmeric. It's curcumin. People mm -hmm. know about it. Mm -hmm. Yet this company that I'm affiliated with now um, has that they've made it water soluble, so you can actually take it. And it's taking away my pain. I can't say that I live in chronic pain anymore, which is pretty awesome. amazing. So, uh, uh, you know, as part of the mission now of my life is also to let people know about it because it helps, helps me sleep because it takes away my inflammation and my pain so I can sleep through the night, which I haven't done in probably 15 years. I know it sounds crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, it's just about helping easing suffering in the world. And now I can do it on a physical level as well, as mm -hmm. well as on a personal and emotional level. And, mm -hmm. um, and life, is, life has been, it's been, a, it's been a very interesting year and a half, as we all know, two years. Mm -hmm. uh, this year's actually been great because I've, I've now, I'm now able to, to live pain-free and, and be able to exit that. So it actually allows me to shine my light a little bit, a little bit brighter because, you know, when we're in pain, so pain is a funny thing, right? We talk about pain and suffering. When we're in, a, when we're in pain, when we're in suffering, you know, we're, we're almost choosing that because we're reliving the pain that isn't there anymore. You break a bone today and a month or two, it'll be healed and it doesn't hurt anymore, but you can still choose to, to focus on them. I got to broke my arm and focus on how much it hurt and mm -hmm. remember the hurt where you can just know that it's healed and you've grown from it. You've grown through it. Um, so it's really about forgiveness. It's about gratitude. It's about being able to move past that pain and, mm -hmm. and not be in that suffering state anymore. So you can shine your light. So you can impact people's lives in a much more positive way so that you can be that beacon for someone else. Uh, because if I was just going to think about how, oh, my childhood wasn't fair, you know, I didn't have the opportunity, you know, uh -huh. you know, and still today people say, well, you know, you're just lucky. You have no idea where I've been. You don't know the the, the shoes I've had to wear and the steps I've had to take. Uh -huh. And I say that about not just me, but everyone. Everyone's uh -huh. had a journey. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. The more it's the journey, the more important it is to share it, right? The more important yeah, it is to let people know. Um, because it's, it's, it's easy to look at something or someone and say, well, you're just lucky. Uh, <laughs> we make our own luck. I mean, it is really about our, our journey and decisions like you, you're, you have been sharing. And, you know, cells have memory and uh, chronic pain 
is something that then the brain takes on and those signals are very strong in the mitochondria of the cell. So it's, um, again, such a blessing that you have this platform that is uh, helping you personally, but also that you can help others. So it's really awesome. Very exciting. I listen. I'd love to share more about it if I, if, you know, before we, when we wrap up, I'll let people know where they can also. No, and it'll be in your information that yeah. we uh, put out that they can absolutely find all of your platforms and everything that you know you have been working on and continue to work on because with uh, mentioned breakfast with champions, that's where we met, and you have a segment there and you share so eloquently with people, um, you know, and so as, as I said to you, Tony, that's why I wanted you to join me because people need hope. They need to understand that no matter what they're going through, that uh, we, like you continue to say, that we all have stories and we all have things that we've gone through um, that really it's a decision. Truly life is about decisions of how you're going to work through it. Yeah, it truly is. And it really is about how you decide to take whatever comes your way. You know, there's that saying, life gives you lemons, right? Make lemonade, you know, take the good, leave the bad. There's something to be learned from every single thing that you go through in life. And you learn more when you when you make the mistake, when you fail, when you get hurt, than you ever do when you win and you succeed. Right? Because very much so. Very much so. Yes. You, you know, when you when you win, you celebrate when you lose, you ponder, mm -hmm. right? It's in the pondering that you learn what could, what did I do wrong? What could I have done better? When you win, you're like, oh, I did it this way. This is the way I'm going to do it all the time. No, that may, way may not work all of the time and you may fail next time. This way, if you've made mistakes, just remember what the mistake is. Learn from it, grow through it. Again, mm -hmm. it's about growing through what you go through, not just going through it. Because right. every single time you fall, you have an opportunity to learn. Every time you get up, you have an opportunity to grow. And every single time you fall, you have an opportunity to get up and grow, right? And, you know, the other thing to me is life is about evolving. Because, like you said about the accident, it uh, there's always that bright side to everything, and it's how you look at it. But also, you continue to evolve. And your career has evolved, your family, your life, what you're doing now with uh, this wellness company. You know, life is an evolution. It's a journey. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint, that's for sure. And it's how the choices that you make. So as we close here, I always ask my guests the same question, Tony. I don't know if you've ever read Three Feet from Gold, but I know you're familiar with it. Yeah, Sharon um, Lecter's a friend. Sharon, Sharon Lecter and uh, Greg Reed. And of course, the premise of uh, somewhat autobiographical on Greg Reed. Life, but uh, starts out with a guy from the East Coast who went west, and for people that have not read it, and uh, bought up during the gold rush days and bought a little piece of property, started chiseling away uh, for you know gold fever, and got very frustrated and gave up, sold his uh, land to a townie, and in three feet, that guy struck gold. And so how many times have we not? And one of the stories I hear, and you, not stories, but the thread of your story is that you're persistent, that you continue to go on. But the question I ask is based on Sharon's success formula, formula the pa passion times talent, uh, ta uh, passion plus talent times action uh, and association plus faith equals success. I'm not going to ask you all of those, but what is your passion and what is your talent? You know, my passion is about 
you know, helping people grow through what they go through, helping other people find success, helping other people break through those limiting beliefs that are holding them back because that's something that I wish I had earlier on. That's something that I found in Tony Robbins. And even then I've had to do the work, right? People sure. say all the time, man, how do you, how can you speak? How can you communicate these ideas and these thoughts? And I did it because, you know, I've, you know, I grew up, uh, they used to call it daydreaming. Now it's ADD and Adderall deficiencies and stuff. <laughs> um, but I, I have to learn things in a different way so that I can explain them different. So, um, I think that one of my gifts is, 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 um, the ability to communicate and to connect with people because I can resonate because I can hear and feel people. Yeah. Right. So, uh, that's one of my gifts. Um, I believe is, is that, that having the human connection, being that connector, being that, um, that person that is able to bring people together. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the ability to describe sometimes difficult things as long as I can understand them and perseverance, right? Mm-hmm. It's about perseverance. It's about not giving up. You know, Jim Rohn has that line, you are going to suffer the, the, the pain of discipline or the pain of, def- of defeat, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you, what do you choose to, to, what do you choose to live? So there's so many, you know, uh, you've, you know, we've been, we've been friends now for a little bit through this little app called clubhouse and you've heard me, you know, drop quote after quote. And these are just things that, that resonate in my life and really mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, my gift is the ability to connect with people and the ability yes. to help people and maybe help them see what they're, what, what they can see, help, the, help to unblind them to yes. their truth. Right. To get I, I would concur that uh, that is a true talent of yours because you're very clear and concise and salient in your message uh, when you're sharing uh, very much so. So I'm sure with uh, some of your uh, speaking, because I know you're a speaker and a trainer and a motivational uh, speaker as well, that uh, and all that information will be in your uh, bio and, and information that we'll have for you. So you are truly a treasure, Tony. Thank you for sharing and so being so transparent. And I know that this will help others, your story, not only today, but going forward, just to bless you. Thank you, my friend. And one of the things I I like to share is that your story is not your, your story may be yours, but it's not yours to keep. Your story is yours to share because again, like I said earlier, I didn't go through this just to go through this, right? So by sharing your story, give other people permission to do the same. You know, you start your own healing, you help other people on their journey to healing themselves and helping them, encourage them to share their story because somebody out there needs to hear it. And don't worry about the critics. There's always going to be critics. That. Repeat that because honestly, I think it needs to be heard again. Your story, share your story that may be yours. Your story may be yours, but it is not yours to keep. Mm-hmm. It's yours to share. Because again, it's by sharing your story, you start your own healing. And you give other people permission to do the same and they see that there's hope and they too can heal and get through it. It doesn't matter if they were beaten every day. It doesn't matter what they were told growing up. Your story is yours to share because there's somebody out there that needs to hear it right now so that you can shine a little light into their life. Because, you know, the reality of it is you cannot remove darkness. All you can do is add light. So when you share your story, it's like throwing back the drapes in a dark room. Start your healing and allows other people to see Mm-hmm. And to understand and to know that there's hope yeah. that they can get to the other side of wherever they're going through. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you, my friend, for being here today with myself and our unique leaders, uh, audience, and guest. 
Really, well, listen, thanks, it's, Tony. It's an honor to be here. I'm, I'm blessed to be here. And, and again, you know, I'd love everyone to just have the opportunity because this is the new thing that I've been working on for a few months. It's really radically changed my life by reducing my inflammation. If anybody wants to just check it out, go to nourish.me. That's N-U-R-I-S-H dot me. So nourish without the O. And there's a product called curcumin that has changed my life. Um, and if you go on there and, and you'd like to order it, just use code TR25 and you'll get a, pr uh, a promotion on that and you'll get 25% off. Wonderful. Um, Wonderful. And that's something that I'm passionate about because, again, it's about helping to ease suffering in the world in Amen. every way possible. Amen. Thank you again. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me, Megan. I look forward to the time when I can get to hug your neck again. As, uh, Pretty soon, as maybe. Maybe yeah. soon in um, Lexington, Kentucky. That's it. Yes. All right, my Thank friend. You Thank you very me. much. Look forward to seeing you again soon. Okay. Well, thank you, Thank you for the opportunity. Thank so thank you for joining me today on Unique Leaders Live. Wow, what a story. A compelling story of hope and perseverance, as Tony just said. I know that it, this has touched someone someplace and over time, many through our podcasting. So as I shared earlier, this will be um, re in a replay tomorrow, and then it'll be on the podcast platforms on Tuesday. So this will be available to everyone. It's on YouTube, so go there and subscribe, and you'll be able to uh, not only hear Tony's story today, but ongoing. And then there's other compelling stories from uh, people that I know you will uh, gain tremendous benefit from listening to their stories. So thank you so much for joining me today on Unique Leaders Live. And again, there's always hope and infinite possibilities just over the horizon. And it's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. That is my book. It's on my website, megandimartino.com, but also on Amazon. It went to number one on Amazon January 4th, 2020. And I decided last year to put it on my website that you could uh, download it as a PDF. And soon it will be an audio book. So I'm very excited about that. That'll be available to you. So hopefully that also will give you some, you know, just resonate with you about hope and infinite possibilities. And our uh, Novitas Spa clinical products are on our novitasspa.com and in our affiliate program. So that, again, like Tony was talking about, will certainly help with your needs for wellness of skin and body. And again, our other products too. So we'll see you soon next Friday on Unique Leaders Live and be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Unique Leaders Podcast. If we said something today that resonated with you, please connect with me at megandimartino.com. I have a free gift for you, my book, Hope and Possibilities Just Over the Horizon. It's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. I would truly appreciate it. Be blessed.